it is normal to not be okay on Mother's Day when you're trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. It is okay and to not like this day. It is okay to have this day be hard and have this day be difficult. Even a couple days before, have it be hard and difficult. You are not a bad person. You are trying to grow your family. You are working so hard to do so. And then this day comes up that is celebrating what literally you want and might chop your pinky off for and you don't have it. I always did feel a little bit like on these special holidays, I I did think I did probably did feel a little bad, you know, like, Oh, and that's okay. I'm like a, you know, I'm, I'm hating this day that everyone else is celebrating. Right. I feel like just as mother's day as a, when you have a child is like celebrated for being selfish you know what I mean? Mm, like it's yeah. a little bit like you do you, you do whatever yeah. you want, whatever. And it's like, you could do the same thing when struggling with the fertility. It's okay to be selfish on this day and be like, I'm sad. I'm having a hard time. I don't like this day. Yeah. That is okay. You are not a bad person. Why do you think that this day is so hard? Obviously, it's like, I mean, there's some obvious ones. Right. But for you, why do you feel like it's so difficult? It's painful because you want something so bad and you're working at something so bad and emotionally, spiritually, physically in your relationship and you don't have it. Yeah. And someone else has it. And they're being celebrated. And they're being celebrated for it. Oh, I feel like I'm going to have to do a lot of sitting in this episode. Like, (laughs) let's sit with that. Like, because it's true. It's like this day is just, yeah, I'm, I'm almost struggling to like, like figure out even what words to say, because it can be such a reminder of your pain. And, and then that's just one thing, but then also there's this other part where it's like you're celebrated and there's emails everywhere and there's, you know, deals on the internet because mm-hmm. at Target or stores or whatever, because it's Mother's Day and treat yourself yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it's just really hard when that is something that you want so desperately. You want to hear the words mother. You want to hear the word mom. You want to hear the word mommy. I remember that was a big thing for me is I wanted that word to be said to me. And it's really hard when you want that and ache for that. Mm -hmm. And then it feels like everyone else has that and they're being celebrated for it. Yeah. Another big thing that I felt on Mother's Day and I feel like a lot of people feel is the unfairness of it all. I always felt like infertility was so unfair and I would look at around me and be like, oh, I want that so bad. It's so unfair. But on Mother's Day, it was a particular pain of unfair. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it felt like I was in the audience of a play and all the mothers were on stage and they were being like, encore, celebrated, like, you're so great. Look at all you've done. And I was in the audience and I couldn't leave. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it just felt like the unfairness was in front of my face. I think for me... You know, Mother's Day, obviously not being about men, right? right? About right. being about you. I think it, I was always, I think just extra cautious on this day, worried about how it would hit you, worried about how you would feel, Yeah, knowing that it's such a tender thing for you. Obviously, this. I guess this is one thing I would say is I don't think it reminded you 
about your infertility any more than any other day reminds you about infertility. Like, it's not like I was like, oh, this is going to make her remember that she can't right, like have I kids. always know I'm infertile. <laughs> I don't need a reminder of that. Yeah, like, I mean, every day it's a it's an apparent reality that we st- we were struggling with to have kids. And even right. now, like, we were never able to have kids on our own. I know this day is still weird for me. So it's not like I was like, oh, this is going to make her remember. It's more like the ex- the actual experience of it is a little bit painful. Yeah. You know, because it's not like you're being reminded of it. It's that you're having to sit at a party where everyone's being celebrated for something that you want so badly. Yeah. So it's like, it's not a, it's, I guess I'll say this. It's not an intellectual thing that I was ever worried about. It's, it's an experience that yeah. I was worried about. Yeah. You know, I just knew it was like, what? I'm not worried that this is going to remind her. I'm worried about what it's going to feel like. Like it hurts to go through this day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's maybe something that maybe people don't understand. Right. Is they go, we get it. You know, Mother's Day triggering. We get it. Um, but I don't think they understand that the experience of it really hurts. Right. You know, it's right. it's like saying, um, okay, two Thursdays from now, you're going to have to get two root canals. You know what I mean? Right, right. And you intellectually know that. But it's a very different thing than actually getting the root canals, get like going through the experience. Right. Right. Um, and I think that's a little bit like what mother's day is like. It's like, everyone knows that it's, that it can be triggering, but if you're the one who has to actually experience it, it's a whole other painful thing. Right. Like I remember at church, it was like such a reminder and, and it's good. It's like, you don't want to like, I don't think the answer is we shouldn't celebrate mothers. I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. It's unavoidable. Yeah. It's unavoidable. And that's infertility one-on-one. It's like, you know, I don't think that we should be say this day shouldn't exist anymore, but it is painful. I remember even going to church and, you know, let's honor all the mothers by having them all stand. And I even remember before we were struggling with infertility, I thought, shit, this is going to be hard for anyone that's trying to have a kid. I thought that then. Right. And then experiencing it was a totally different thing of like, oh, and especially at that time, I felt like all the eyeballs were on me of like everyone around me, like, oh, here they go. Yeah. You know, and, but it's just painful. It's like, you're so right. It's like, I don't need another reminder that I'm going through this. I know it. I live in it. I breathe it. I, whatever. It's more like now I have to experience it, experience this day and maybe even have to celebrate someone else. Like, your mom or your mother-in-law or whatever. And that can be, that can be confusing. Yeah. It's just a painful experience. Yeah. And and, and so many people have different responses to it. Some, some people it's like, okay, I'm reminded about it and this sucks, but just going to kind of keep moving through the day. Other people it's acute and it's just like, maybe because they've just had a loss or something and it's just, beating down on top of their heads and it's so painful. I think some people, even like the couple days before are worse than the actual day. Yeah. I've even heard that like one of, or my best friend, you know, she lost her dad and she would always say that the day before the anniversary was always harder than the actual anniversary. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like the build up to it or it's like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. And then when you're actually in it, you're like, oh, I'm still alive. I still have my legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still have breath in my lungs. I still have, you know, so I think some people can experience it that way too. Preparation for a day like Mother's Day. Yeah. 
what do you do? Right. You know, obviously we don't want to give people a ton of advice. We're just going to, I think there's a few things that we always always think about when it comes to getting ready for something that could possibly be very triggering. Right. Um, There's a few, there's a few steps that we take that we feel like are super helpful. Yeah, I agree. So the first one I would say is tell someone how you're feeling. Mm. tell someone safe, whether that be your partner, your best friend, your mom, whatever, tell them how you're feeling. And that's probably the biggest reality is that most people go, Oh, this day is going to be really crappy. Yeah. And they have a lot of feelings about it. Or, you know, it could be, you know, we're talking about mother's day and mother's day. We should just stay on that. But it's also possible that the anniversary of maybe when, uh, when you had a loss or a possible, like if they had given you a due date and then you had a lot, like there's a bunch of different moments. Maybe your birthday could be like anything, but you, maybe you look forward to it and you go, this is going to hurt because I'm going to think about it all day. And it's just, it's a big day for me. Um, a lot of people go, well, and they just leave it there and they go, Oh, well, it's going to be tough. Right. Like maybe let, if you let someone into that, you've already taken a huge step in caring for yourself. And I feel like for the person that doesn't necessarily maybe know what they're feeling or know what they need, kind of like do an internal check-in. Are you feeling a little angry? Yeah. Are you feeling a little sad? Are you feeling a little anxious? Are you feeling a little depressed? And tell someone that. Yeah. And then if you can, go a step further and tell that person what you need. I need to go on a hike that day. I need to lock myself in a room and not see sunshine. I need you to ask me how I'm doing on that day. I need my favorite dessert that night because I want to feel celebrated for all that I've done in my infertility journey. Do you feel like it can be hard for people on those days to know what they need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and yes, and we get that a lot in our, in our groups. And I think our biggest piece of advice is sometimes it's easier to know what you don't need. Mm, That's a good point. I don't need a hug. Yeah. Don't and buy me flowers or, don't what, buy, or whatever. Yes. You know? Yes. Don't buy me flowers. I don't need you to sit and cry with me. I don't need encouragement. I don't need um, you to give me any advice or yeah. anything like that. I just need you to listen. So sometimes when you use the funnel of what you don't need, you can get down to what you actually need and listen to your body, what you don't need. You might go, Oh yeah, I don't want that. Ugh. Yeah. You know, I don't want, you to hug me on this day or right, right. whatever, or I don't want to go to church or I yeah. don't want to go to our, the mother-in-law's like celebration for mother's day. Like right, right. sometimes it's easier to figure out what you don't need and it could sometimes lead you to what you do need. The second thing and probably the biggest thing for me is the thing that I used to do still do not super proud of Doug it. Brown one-on-one. I would uh, know that a day like this is coming up or know that something is out there that's going to be painful. And I would just wait and see what happens. I would kind of go, well, who knows how I'm going to feel. I'll just wait and see how it goes on that day. And that's, pro- that's probably bad advice. To I do should that. give you a t-shirt that just says, I just wait to see what happens. <laughs> Ask me how that turns out. So the second thing, if you're sitting here, maybe you're listening to this Mother's Day in a couple of days. I would, I personally would not wait to see what happens. I yeah. wouldn't wait and go like, we'll see how I feel. If you know that it's going to be tough, make some proactive decisions now. Right. Just in, in anticipation that it, that you might continue to feel the same way that you feel now. Because, you know, for me, 
the feeling of being caught off guard with those feelings is just as scary and painful as actually having the feelings. Um, but if I had done a check-in, I probably would have seen them. So just so you know, if you, if you have feelings about it, don't wait and see, take some healthy proactive steps. How do you, how do you check in with your feelings? Like, how do you, I'm thinking about the person that's like, some people might want to just wait to see what happens. Like Mm -hmm. I'll wait to see Like when I wake up that day, I might be happy or I might be like, what do you, what do you mean by checking in with your feelings for someone that's really hard? I know what's going on with me constantly. For for me, it helps to journal. You know, some people aren't journalers, but some people are, you know, for me, it helps to say like mother's day or this day is coming up in a couple of days. Here's how I'm feeling about it right now. Okay. Um, and then what I what I like to do is ask myself, if it were that day today and I'm still feeling these things, here's a few things that I that would be helpful. Okay. I should talk to someone. I should tell Jesse about it. Right. Um, I should not just like wait around all day. I should, you know, you know, the things that, that yeah. care for me, you know, my coping mechanisms that are healthy. Right. I would write them down what I would want to do right now. And then maybe the morning of when you wake up, you can reread it and say, like, am I still feeling this way? Should I enact those coping mechanisms that I had talked about previously? Right. I mean, like, even (laughs) even if you just like stopped, had a cup of coffee and like looked up to the sky and went, how do I feel about this? Like, even that would probably be healthy and would just give you a small window. Right. I'm telling you, like, not a single thought would come into my head except that might be kind of tough. Eh, that was it. Right. And then you wait until the day of, then you're smacked in the face with all the feelings. And would you, would you think it's fair to say that it's like, you probably could guess how you could handle that day. Like I'm sitting here yeah, thinking totally. about you. Yeah. I'm like, how does Doug handle hard days anxiously? <laughs> how yeah. does Jesse handle hard days crying constantly yeah. <laughs> and probably edgy the couple of days before? Like you could probably guess I on feel how like, you're going to respond. I feel like people are smart, right? Like we, we got to yeah. give ourselves credit. Like, you know who you are. Right. If you're over 19 years old listening <laughs> to this podcast, like you have lived with yourself for a long time. Do you, have, do you think we have anyone younger than 19 listening to this podcast? I hope not. <laughs> Why would they? I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe. If you are, shout out. What's you up? know what? Our teenagers. That's not fair. Because we've had a lot of people tell us that they got their infertility diagnosis yeah. very young. So if you are under 19, you are welcome here. I'm speaking directly to the 12-year-olds right now. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, if you, you've lived with yourself for a while, you know? Yeah. You have a general idea of how stressful days make you feel. Right. Sit with it just, just for a second. Yeah. You know, a couple of days before. You'll be happy that you did. And you never know. You might wake up on a stressful day. You might wake up on Mother's Day and be like, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's tough, but I'm doing okay. Um, but you might not. So I just think prepare a little. Number three, which is our second to last one. Cause I know people get anxious about lists. Like how this long is, is this list? Not a go 20 on? point list. This is not a 20 point list. We are, this is number three and there's only four. Uh, take a social media break. Uh, yeah. social media yeah. is a place where people can share about their mothers and share about being a mother and husbands can talk about, mothers and all that kind of stuff. So it's okay if you need to take a social media break. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, sadly, we can't take a break from our life. Yeah. You know, you're like probably going to go to a party or you might, or you might feel like, well, I want to go to church. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know if locking yourself in a dark room is going to give you what you want. And it might just, it just might not be possible. It might not work. However, social media is specially curated to show you hundreds of people's lives 
within seconds. And it's a very enticing, addicting platform to scroll through everyone's different experiences. That could be avoided today yeah. <laughs> on that day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't take a break from life, but you might be able to take a break from the thousands of other lives that you look at. Right. You know? So number three, take a social media break. Take a social media break. Number four, this is Jesse 101. Oh, this is how I survived everything in my life. <laughs> and what I would say this about this is that um, a lot of, like for me, like a lot of times I just think like, ah, a day that's going to be kind of tough, Mother's Day. Um, I just want to survive. Just want to survive. Sometimes it's helpful to do the opposite of surviving. Right. Is do something that gives you not only joy, but pure joy. What do you love in life? You are still here. Yes. You are still a person. You are still someone that has opinions, who has highs, lows, and things that you love to do. Yeah. I think it's hard sometimes in infertility. I've heard from multiple people that they don't have anything that brings them joy anymore. Yeah. And they have a really hard time doing fun things and they've almost forgot themselves. Like they forgot what bring, makes them happy because they really want this baby and you think that that's going to make them happy if they can just solve that problem. Right. So, but you are still in there. You are still a person. Yeah. There's things that can still bring you joy. And even things from before this whole thing happened. That's exactly what I was going to say. And if you're really struggling to be like, I have no idea what brings me joy. I am so lost. Me. I am so lost as a person. I don't know what gives me joy anymore. Maybe think back to things that brought you joy before you started struggling with infertility. Yeah. Like, did you like getting your nails done? Did you like going to Starbucks in the morning? Did you like... Yeah. Um, going on hikes? Did you like cooking desserts? Did you like eating desserts? Did you like, I like going? Desserts. Yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, did you like to paint? Whatever it is, try to do something on that day. I'm not saying for the whole day. It doesn't yeah. have to be the whole day, but something that gives you joy that can bring some sort of smile to your face. Like mine's cooking. Like I love right. to cook. It gives me so much joy to like actually have a cookbook. That's a real cookbook and make something in the cookbook. Yeah. I think that's an important lesson that I'm sure you know this, but it's yeah. a, always a helpful reminder. Yeah. You're allowed to do something on these days that you love doing. Like, yeah. If you're like, you know what I love doing? I love going and buying furniture or going like, you know, <laughs> going like antique shopping or whatever. Yeah. Like I love going on this one hike and then just like going in the jacuzzi or something. Like, you can do that on this day. Yeah. You know, you can. You're Doug allowed and Jesse to do that. Jesse are giving you permission. <laughs> You're allowed to do that. But sometimes we trick ourselves into thinking like it's going to be a rough day. So I'm going to lock myself alone right. and just watch movies. If that's what you love to do, maybe. Yeah, maybe that does give you pure joy. But also like you don't have to white knuckle it through these days by yourself. Right. Stay connected. Lean into things that you love to do and prepare for it a little bit. Yep. Can I be so bold that if you did everything on this list, you probably would have a better day? Is that really bold to say? It's possible that that could be true. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying a day that's going to go down in history of the best day of your life. I'm saying you could just have a little bit of a better day. If you were, tell someone what you need. Don't wait to see what happens. Take a social media break and give do something that brings you pure joy. Like, if, Can I be so bold? Like if I met with a few people that I love and you and, and we all got coffee in the morning and yeah. we like poured into each other and we talked about what we needed and just like encouraged one another. Um, and then I went surfing 
and never went on social media and then like came home and like we like cooked something really great. I'm having a pretty good day, even if it's a really hard day. Right. I'm feeling encouraged, you know, yeah, yeah. Like a little more than if I just sat there. Right. You know, right. Maybe, maybe I think you have to look at your, that's why I'd say we like look ahead, like look at, look at the schedule. Right. Can you do some things like this added into them? Right. And it doesn't have to be that you're like Doug Brown and you're like, I surf and I do all that or I hike. It's okay. Just figure out what <laughs> is the thing. Cause not everyone is that way. Doug, <laughs> I am so happy watching Pixar movies from sunup to sundown and then having a Lord of the Rings marathon starting at 1030 at night. So it's like, that gives me pure joy. Like I love doing that kind of stuff. And it's because I don't do that a lot in my life that yeah. I really find a lot of joy when I do do things like that. Um, so it's okay. But whatever it is, like do something for yourself. You're still in there. I think that's so powerful. And then my last thing that I want to say is on this day too, you can think that it's only you. You're the only one. It's only happening to you. And that's just not true. Yeah. Just leave it at that. It's just not true. I'm still conflicted on this day about Mother's Day. And it reminds me of my infertility and it reminds me of, you know, the baby that we never had. Like, it's okay. You are, I'm, I'm still, I have two children, two adopted children. And it's still complicated for me. Yeah. Like, and if you're sitting there and you're like, I'm the only one that feels this way and you're just beating yourself up. It's, you're not, you're not the only one that feels this way. You are not alone. And, and I know that that's like thrown around a lot and you like see it on social media and you're like, you're not alone. And you're like, cool. I am alone. <laughs> I am in my house alone. Like yeah. I'm in my car alone. I'm in the shower listening to this podcast alone. Like, I, so I don't know. I, my encouragement would be to not be alone and to tell someone that you're struggling. But if you truly are at the beginning of this and you're like, this is just my thing that we're going through and I'm not telling someone, if it gives you any comfort at all, Jesse Brown, who lives in Orange County, California, is thinking about you <laughs> and you are not alone. I am with you. Can I give a bonus behind the scenes why we talked about this day the way we did? Total nerd vo nerdville. Doug Brown. I don't know what you're going to say. I would say this is that just kind of like what you were saying, you're not alone. You're not alone. The kind of all we can do via a podcast yeah. is just give you information. Right. Um, but like we were saying earlier, the information and the experience are two different things. You mm -hmm. know that you're not the only one experiencing infertility. Like if you, if you're listening to this, I hope that you know that, right. I hope that you know that there's millions of people around the world. Maybe you don't have someone in your life that you, that you know, but know yeah. that there is other people. Or like on an, on a mental intellectual level, like I'm, I'm pretty sure that we got that. Right. But like we, like we separated earlier in the episode, the experience doesn't necessarily get tied to the intellectual side of things. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why the, when we said, you know, you're not alone, we get what you, where we get where you're at. We've been through it before. We know we feel all the same things you feel. We're, what we're trying to do is to help you see that, you, that you're not alone. Yeah. See that your feelings are normal. But then those, those four things that we gave you, those are going to help change your experience of yes. this day. So it's, at some level, we're limited in our ability to help you feel anything different by just telling you you're not alone. So that's right. why we give you those four things 
because they're tangible and they change what it feels like to go through a day like Mother's Day when you're experiencing infertility. So I just, I, I'm sitting here in my own, my own self feeling like it's not enough just to say you're not alone. Like it's yeah. true. It feels sometimes flat. <laughs> but it's because it's just information. Yeah. What I wish we could do is like say, do these four things you'll, and it will, the feeling will be different. Yeah. Um, we And let's all commit to doing them together and we'll come back together and say like, how did it feel? Oh, it felt different because I did these things. Right. It's, you know, at some level, I love the podcast and I love being on a podcast, but yeah. there's only so much information we can give you without us starting to leaning in to some of these experiential changes. That's why we structured this the way we did. Nerd time over. Thank God. <laughs> Just kidding. Couldn't no. handle another minute. Couldn't handle another minute. No, no, it's true. It's true. And we were actually going to take two weeks off of the podcast. Yeah. And we then had all to of a sudden back. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Mother's Day coming up. We got to do a podcast, Doug. Like we had no, we, we didn't even have this on our radar. Yeah. Like I did in the back of my mind, like we always do something for Mother's Day and bereave Mother's Day, but it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, we have to talk to our people. Like, I think that's what I feel of like, yeah. gosh, I could cry. Of like, we have to talk to them. They have to know that they're not alone. They have to know what we do on these days to like have a better experience and they need to be validated and they need to know that they're not a bad person for feeling this way. I just felt so burdened to communicate this episode to our people and to our community because I, it's very important to me that they know this. Thank you for listening to the Infertility Feelings Podcast, a show produced by the nonprofit Uniquely Knitted. This is your place to process, cry, and laugh about infertility. We are so grateful to all of our wonderful donors who support this work. If you would like to learn more about how we serve the community and support the work of Uniquely Knitted, we encourage you to check us out at uniquelyknitted.org. If you enjoy this podcast and would like more people to hear it, please give us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. This is the best way for more people to hear these conversations. If you need to talk to someone about your feelings, please reach out to us. We are here to help you. If you would like to learn more about our unique process groups, please follow the link in our show notes. See you guys next week.